welcome to what is a first for the semi-pro potty. This is the first of our uh, our little specials this week, uh, where we take a look at a dedicated thing in the NPL that we want to commit some more time to, uh, take a bit more of an in-depth look at, and this week we want to take a look at the WNPL. Yeah, um, something that we were sort of talking about in our early podcast is, you know, we're about all semi-professional football, and there's so much football on our doorstep, and we want to talk (laughs) about all of it, we want to do it in the right way, so the approach for this is probably a little bit less of a, you know, play-by-play, things that are going on and thing. We we want to pick something and deep dive into it, you know, we want to start to get to know some of the players, we want to start to get to know, you know, some of the other parts of semi-professional football, and... With the women's NPL kicking off over the weekend, uh, we thought what better time to to jump in and you know really start to um, drill down on some of that knowledge and start to understand a lot more, start to get to know the teams and players. So Branson, you know, what have we got? I think it's great that we're doing this. I think the WNPL is a really important thing to explore. Obviously, mm. women's sport in yeah. this country around the world is exploding. Uh, WNPL is a great avenue. Yeah. to explore because much like the MPL, these are semi-professional players. The game is a high quality. It provides an excellent pathway mm. for obviously young girls, young sports women yeah. uh, to, to perform, to strive, to grow as well. It provides an excellent platform from, you know, community sport to something like the W League and the Matildas. And yeah, I think it's totally. just and a great part of the MPL. Yeah, and look, the I think the sort of the professional part of women's football in Australia has been under some pretty bad press recently so it's really good to actually take a step back and start talking about some of the good things and look there are some excellent role models in the professional game and you know I'm really excited for the women's NPL purely because of how good the women's national team is you know and and, and how good they're performing at the moment and and what they've got in their roadmap coming up and I think I think it's the 2023 World Cup where Australia is putting a bid into the women's World Cup absolutely if there is ever a time for I think football in Australia to throw its weight of support and funding and and information um, sort of resources into it. Now's the time. And of course, this year is in itself a World Cup year. Obviously, the Women's World Cup in France coming up later this year. Mm-hmm. So just some added added, added spectacle to, yeah, to, to women's football, and deservedly so. And I also feel like we're maybe doing a slight backhanded treat for ourselves with this podcast because if this part of the podcast goes really well and Oh, dare I say it, there is needed to be a podcast for the builders at the World Cup in France this year. I don't know about you, Branson, but I have definitely got some leave on (laughs) that. I'll tell you what, Fox Sports, if they hear this and they go, do you know what, we like it, they won't have sent us to the Women's World Cup. Hopefully there's no games in Marseille after I dig this week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's all right. I like the WNPL uh, simply because I know you talked about uh, just briefly, you know, the Matildas and everything. I think the best thing about the WNPL, in particular the Vic WNPL, it's a great competition. Mm-hmm. I went to a few games last year, went mm-hmm. to the final last year. It's high quality stuff, you know. There's exciting games, there's good teams, there's good matches, there's great players. Yeah, uh, good spectacle. It's it's a great thing to get involved in. So I'm really uh Really looking forward to take, taking a look at it tonight. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's very, it's very easy to follow as well now as well because you touched on it um, in our weekly podcast this week about all games being broadcasted. Yes, um, which is absolutely. really good. But also, even the games that are live, they're free to attend. Yeah, you know, and absolutely. that's a great thing to do. Like, take your family out there. Like these, these things are still really, really yep. good community events to go to. So, I just think it's a, it's an absolute no brainer to jump on board. You know. We're slightly regressing with our professional football view. We're 30 bucks a ticket. 
is sometimes not that rewarding. It's like, you, you know, these things are enjoyable and they're on our doorstep, so we should go out to them. Well, that, well the WNPL, women's football, is such a, such a growth area at the moment. There's plenty of attention, mm-hmm. rightfully so. And it, like you said, it's so easy to get involved now. Obviously, with the Football Victoria, the live streams, every single WNPL game is streamed live. Facebook and YouTube, you can go and watch the replays. That's obviously amazing. And as mm. you touched on, the games are free to go to. Yeah. So it's great to take family to. It's great to get along to. And look, I think this podcast by its nature is inherently not diverse. And I like that this allows us to, you know, start to diversify a bit and, you know... And we be, want to be diverse. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we can start to interview players and bring people on, you know, what we're doing is not rocket science. We'd love to introduce people into it who, who bring a, a lot more knowledge of semi-professional football in Victoria into it, and, and I think it's a perfect opportunity for And them. there's far more to football mm-hmm. around the world than just, obviously, the men's game. Yeah. So this is, this is a great way to take a look... Big year coming up this year. We're going to have a look at it. We're going to have a look at some of the teams, some of the players, what to expect. We've got our very first guest coming up later. What a treat. I know. What a it's treat. Going to be a little bit of a WNPL, WNPL expert or yep. our go-to guy, at least for now. So hopefully he doesn't think we're too weird and hopefully he enjoys it and he wants yeah. to come back and, and keep keeping us updated. But uh, it should be should be good. I'm really looking forward to so it. So throughout the season, Branson, you know, we're going to sort of keep our eyes on it, but we sort of flagged something off air before where we were talking about, you know, we, we, we are supporting the league at this stage. We're not, we're not supporting a club. Yep. And, and, and there was one club that we saw that kind of stood out to us and we thought, if we're going to get behind a club, yep. I think it's got all the right reasons yep. for it. So yeah, well, tell, us, tell, tell the listeners, who are we going to be throwing our support behind well, for, I think, the rest of our lives? Well, I like how you're touching that. We don't, we don't have an official team that we go for. I mean, you and I, we go for different... Premier League teams, uh, we go sorry, for... Sorry, one of us goes for a Premier League team, oh, yeah, the other one goes yeah, for a Soonsby yeah, yeah, Championship yeah, yeah. team. Oh, that's a bit, that's a bit tough. <laughs> May I just point out that that team who's about to get relegated has won a trophy more recently than your boys Liverpool, mate. Uh, you do not look at the past, you look at the future. No. <laughs> well, you're sadly yeah, not yeah. the Liverpool <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, back, back to the WNPL. Um... <laughs> There is a team. We don't have an official team. You know, you and I obviously have our own teams, but us as the semi-pro potty, you've got a bit of love for Dandenong City, but we haven't really latched ourselves onto a team. I think part of the reason behind that is we want to stay unbiased. You know, we want to look at the league at a whole, but I think I found the perfect candidate for a team for us to... To adopt, to call our own, to not just you and I, hmm. the semi-pro podcast and as a brand to to support and really, really get behind. So it's semi professional, you know, we're thinking of the things that, that, that draw us to the sport and, you know, I want them to play... Not not expensive, but endeavouring football. You know, I want yep. them to. I want them to push the boundaries of what's possible. You mm-hmm. know, I want them to, you know, maybe have a, a couple of outliers there. You know, some some good days and some bad days, yep. and and you know, uh, maybe a little bit of shambolicness, the lights going out, yeah. things like that. That's the kind of stuff that yep. I want. So so why? What? what are plenty, some of those... plenty of class, plenty of skill as well. Exactly. What I mean, it doesn't even have to be skill. It'd be skill at own goals. You know, yep. like it doesn't really matter. So. Mm-hmm. What made us pick this club? Tell us through who is well, the club and, and, and why is it special to us? Well, I think the main reason why we go for them, is, or we're about to go for them, is the storyline. So who's the, who's, the, who's, the, who's the character first? Because we've not oh, no, we, 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 we've, we've not, not named who, no, no. who it is. So the team we are going for is Southern United. And 
the reason why I reckon we jump on board Southern United is, is they've big. got a, a great storyline. Okay. So going back, so Leicester City won the Premier League. Awesome storyline, you know, champions, unbelievable. Southern United, uh, let's be honest, their success is not as good. So last year hmm. in the WNPL, Southern United unfortunately finished uh, last on the table. Not uh, uncommon. You know, no, the team no. has to finish last. Exactly, exactly. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, the thing that we sort of really like about Southern United, or that attracted our attention, is uh, so they obviously played 27 games. 27 yep. games last year. Good season length. I like yep. 27 games mm-hmm. a season, just yep. for, for the avid listener. Good nice, length. Yep, nice and round. Uh, played 27 games, and they won uh, none. Zero. Yeah, that's that's hard. Unfortunate. Uh, they drew one game Ooh. and lost 26. Ooh. Poor. <laughs> so they... So they Zero wins, yeah. one draw, 26 losses. But, they did score. They did score five goals for the season. Oh, five. Oh, but imagine... They, was that in the one draw that was 5-5? Five, five? I don't know. That would, have been, <laughs> that would have been an amazing game to go to. Five. But here's the I thing. Mean, so so when thing, you lose... Like, do, you, do you lose games, though? Like, like it, they can be close games. Yep. You know, like, you can be really in yeah, it. Yeah, one know? Nil, Like, where if you two, score one, five, you know, yeah. like, you, you might... one nilers. you know, you, you, mm-hmm. you really might be a bit unlucky with that. Um... So were they unlucky? Uh, no. Well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Hard to tell. But uh, so they scored five. Their goal difference at the end of the season was minus one hundred and eighty-three. Oh Christ! Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. So they scored five goals and conceded one hundred and eighty-eight goals in twenty-seven games. Wow. And I'll be honest, I've got an arts degree, so my quick maths is not <laughs> quick 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 maths is, is, is not my strong suit. Yeah, Media degree, yep, yeah, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that is many that's many goals a game. I can't believe that none of us can divide twenty seven into hundred and eighty three. No, I'm gonna say it's more than five a game. I'm just gonna guess four point seven eight. Let's pull up the calculator. That's not even right. Mine is so far off. It's like five point five. <laughs> Here we go. This we is this, this is it. For those so of you playing home, we are literally going to Google and divide. One hundred and eighty-three. Okay, so like we need to find out what the the goals average is because we are both horrendous at math. Yeah. But so here we it's go. It's what like you're saying. You're saying what like five ish? Oh, five goals a game. My best arts degree educated get. I reckon it's five point one goals a game. I reckon we're up to six point. Six. 6.6. 6.6. All right, let's have a look. It, oh! oh. 6.9 goals a game. Average conceding. So you asked if they were unlucky. I would say, yeah, yeah, definitely unlucky. Yeah, <laughs> definitely unlucky. But I reckon, you know, football's all about storylines. Yeah. So, you know, so, sort of coming back, uh, not all storylines are built on success, but I reckon Southern United, I reckon we can really get behind and support them because... Obviously, chasing a win this year, chasing results, chasing improvement, and obviously mm. having having a good time. And I reckon we can get behind them, hold them up as our semi-professional idols, and really, genuinely, gen- and you know, not just joking here, but genuinely hope they do well this yep, year. Jump I behind mean, a club, and exactly. Look, I also think there's an opportunity here, Branson, for if it's not working for them on the park, yep. let's get working for them off the park. This may also be. The sporting venue where you get your way with vegan menu options. Ah, uh, could be, could what be. I a dream been, that would be. Haven't been to something United. Could yeah. be good. I mean, non-vegan menu options have not helped them by the look of it. No. So maybe what they need is they need 
to get themselves right off the park, to get themselves right on the park. There is a fully vegan club floating around in the fourth tier of the English football. We won't delve into it too much. but is I mean, Fulham? Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> Ouch. Forest Green Rovers for those playing at Excellent. home. Fully vegan team, you know, works well for them. Might work well for Southern United. Lovely. So, look, we're looking forward to covering all of their actions throughout the year, see how they go in their uh, season in. Which yep. league are they in? They're in uh, WNPL 2. No, WNPL 1. There's oh, really? Only the one division of the WNPL, yep. Oh, great. So it's like the A-League. No relegation. What a dream. Well, (laughs) I I imagine if there was relegation, if you lose 26 games and don't win one and only draw one, you'd probably find your way on the... uh, on the down, yeah. but, you know, we're going to get behind them. And, again, joking aside, genuinely hope they do well. And we're going to follow them this year, and we're really going to pull for them. Hope they get, hope they get a win. And when they do... Hopefully, we will ho- be there. Hopefully they invite us to the party. Love hopefully it. they invite us to the party. Lovely. And, look, the party's not over because, like we said at the start, this is a bit of a special one for us. This is the yep. first time we've ever done an interview, and really looking yep. forward to it because um, it gives us a lot more insights into us just sort of reading and researching on our own and, and watching games and coming yep. to our own conclusions. Yep. It's, it's other people's opinions who yep. have got more knowledge than us. So, yeah, exactly. Branson, who are we talking to tonight uh, and, why, and why are we talking to them? So tonight we're going to be talking to uh, my housemate, Jack. Uh, now, he's more than just your ordinary housemate. He's not just some guy who I live with who we were, hey, we're doing a podcast. You want to <laughs> Jump come, in. You want to come be our WNPL expert? Uh, actually knows a bit about it. So he's uh, involved with Boleen. Uh, I'll have Boleen a chat Lions, yeah. Yeah, FC Boleen Lions. Have a chat to him later. He'll tell us a little bit more about there. But he's uh, a coach in their junior WNPL system, uh, helps coach out with the under-19s. He's coached for, I'd want to say, I'd guess, seven or eight years. And Mm. and he used to play at Boleyn himself. Yeah, great. So he's going to be a bit of our our go-to. We're going to have a chat to him. He'll give us plenty of insight, I'm sure, on Boleyn, how they're looking. They obviously won the title last year. So how they're looking in their premiership defence. And uh, obviously take a look at a few other clubs and see see what's going to happen for this year. Well, look, without further ado, let's jump into our first interview. Um, Obviously, at the end of the podcast, you know, let us know your thoughts, send us tweets, talk to us on Instagram. Um, If you want to get involved as well, if you've got interesting stories to tell, you know, reach out to us. We'd love to have more people on board with interviewing. And and again, if you're involved with the WNPL, we would love to hear from you. So, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy this one. Our first interview on the Pro Podcast. So last week we mentioned the WNPL was set to kick off and of course we had our first week of games last weekend. So we're just going to take a look at week one's results and the year to come and to take a closer look with us we actually have our first ever guest on the show, our good friend Jack. Jack, how's it going? I'm very well. I'm glad to be here. No, thank you. Thanks for coming on board. Uh, I do see that uh, you've jumped on board and you're actually... uh, Joining in on the kit bag segment here, uh, tell us what you're wearing, mate. I have, I have. Um, I got on the old uh, retro Boleyn top today. You'll notice a nice little embroidered embroidered logo there. It looks very nice. I like the colour. I'm a big fan of the old school logo with the winged lion. Pretty, uh, pretty swish little pretty kit snazzy, bag. Pretty snazzy, huh? Yeah, yep. no, I like it. I like the logo more than your current logo. It looks... Uh, I don't know what the word is. I just like it more. Let's just let's just leave it at that. So, Jack, you know, we're hoping to get you to come in a couple of times to chat about the WNPL. You're going to be our sort of go-to WNPL expert this season. Uh, 
tell us a little bit about yourself. How are you involved in the uh, WNPL? Okay, so I'm I'm a, I'm a coach at um, Bullwain. I coach their under fourteen girls there, and I work a bit with their under nineteens as well. So I guess I've got a bit of a bit of an insight, a bit of a behind the scenes look at, at what goes on there in terms of the, you know the WNPL there at that club. Now, fantastic. How long have you been uh, coaching for? Uh, so just about to start, I think it's my eighth or ninth season. Wow. Um, girls and boys, all different levels, but um, you know, I'm happy, happy at Bullwain. So, uh, it's a good setup that's got, that they've got going on there. No, fantastic. I also believe that uh, you actually played at Bulleen yourself back in your uh, back in your younger days. You had a bit of a yeah. run around, yeah. Back in the heyday, yeah. Um, yeah, had a bit of a kick around there from time to time, so yeah, I guess was... that's where I got the merch from. Yeah, nice. So let's jump in. Let's take a look at... Uh, the WNPL, so obviously Bulleen were the champions last year. Uh, they beat South Melbourne in the final at Amy Park. Uh, obviously, you're involved with Bulleen, so how are they looking this year? Have they got any big changes at the club? Uh, I was at the uh, the game last night against Heidelberg. It certainly seemed like they had a few new faces out on the park. You know, what's, what's ahead for Bulleen this season? Um, so I guess to start with, all the you know the the coaches and the staff there are pretty much all the same. The ones that are involved with the senior squad are pretty much all the same as last year. There's been um, a few new players come through, um, you know, from from a few different clubs. We've picked up some a couple of players from Box Hill, for example, the NTC, um, but players from from all over the place, really. Yeah, so you know, I guess we're looking to build on the players that we've kept and the girls that are still yet to come back from the um, from the W League. So yeah, we're we're working on a on a good squad. It looks like at the moment. Yeah, how are things looking? Do you reckon Bulleen will be right up there at the top? Obviously, you won the final last year, uh, and so you would be hoping to to repeat. Does that seem like a realistic opportunity, a realistic goal? Oh yeah, I feel like obviously I have to say yes. But, <laughs> uh, Bulleen bias, but that's all right. No, no, that's all right. No, no, definitely. I think um, we're always able to attract some some good players to the club. We've got some good facilities there, and obviously we've got. We've got the bit of the tag of the, as the premiers from last year, so you know it's it's you know it's a selling point for us. Um, yeah, so we do have some some good players there, and you know things are things are you know if they gel, then things will be good this year. I think, yeah. Fantastic. Now we were both at last night's game, of course, week one of WNPL action, Bulleen taking on Heidelberg at the Veneto Club, first game of the year uh, for both sides, and it was a pretty, pretty exciting game. Uh, Bulleen ended up winning uh, 2-1 overall, uh, scored early, I believe, looked really good, really good start to the game, uh, got the early goal, but then after that, it, in particular, it seemed that the game was just changed just like that. You know, after the goal, Heidelberg really seemed to dominate for the rest of the first half after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, we're probably probably a bit lucky at times during the first half. There was a few few you know debatable offside calls. Um, mm. You know, quite a few, I guess you could say. Um, we rode our luck, I guess, at times. So yeah, I mean, start the start of the game is probably you know had had probably some things we really need to work on in that regard. And credit to Heidelberg, obviously. But uh, yeah, so. We didn't do as well as we'd like in the first half, and I guess we had to just really try and fix it up for the second half if we could. Yeah, well, Heidelberg had plenty of chances. I know you mentioned those offside calls. Uh, whether they were right or wrong, not too, not too sure. It's always hard to tell, but the intent was definitely there. Heidelberg were playing a lot of balls, you know, over the top or, or through behind the defensive line, and 
in the end, they got on the end of one late in the first half and got a really well-deserved yeah. equaliser. Yeah, I guess, you know, and we were obviously watching the game and I guess for everybody that was watching, you could kind of see that coming. Uh, we, you know, going forward, we weren't able to just string as many passes together and create as many opportunities as we wanted and then they were able to hit us quickly. You know, we were pretty square at the back and, you know, they got some quick players up front. Um, and, you know, just before the break, obviously, they got the, you know, the equaliser that was probably deserved, you could say. I reckon. And then in the second half, second half was a little bit more 50-50. First half, it was sort of Boleyn early, Heidelberg for the rest of the game. Second half, a little bit more up in the air. Both teams creating a few chances. I think Heidelberg actually hit the post off a corner, a deflected cross or something like that. So they came close. Uh, but Boleyn ended up... Uh, Getting the winner on a free kick on a well, let's be honest, a quite interesting free kick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Probably not the way we wanted to win the game. Um, we'll take the lead even at that stage. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, we'll take it. The free kick. I mean, it's kind of hard to tell whether it was actually a, a cross or a shot, really. But I'm sure uh, Christina Hall, the player, would would certainly count it as a goal and tell everybody that she meant <laughs> to do that. Well, it's certainly interesting. So she had uh, what the free kick, sort of semi dangerous position. Uh, sort of top corner of the box, if, uh, you know, not too far out. And it looked like, to me, I'll be honest, in my opinion, I was sitting right behind it. It looked more like a more like an attempted cross that happened to find the back of the net. It looked like you just sort of tried to, to dink a ball towards the back post for someone to run onto. And in the process, she ended up actually chipping the keeper. It just went over the keeper. Keeper couldn't backpedal, couldn't get up and get onto it and all of a sudden Boleyn 2-1 and frankly I'm not convinced they deserved mm. a goal. Well, based on the run of play it didn't look like they necessarily deserved the winner but I mean yeah, no, you've got to take it right. <laughs> uh, absolutely, absolutely. I guess you know the, the remaining, there wasn't much left time left in the game we just had to kind of see it out as best we could but you know Saturday we worked you know the day you know before the game we'd worked a little bit on set pieces I didn't see that set piece come out at training <laughs> um, so unless I'd already gone home by that time I don't think it was purposeful but you know look you never know we'll take we'll take the three points and you know it's not exactly the start of the season we wanted but you know in terms of result we got we got what we needed so what did you think of the game overall though Overall, look, you know, early days yet, as it is for, for everybody. I think there's still a long way for us to go. The this kind of standards we set last year towards the end of the last season, um, you know, still a long way off. We've still got a lot of key key people to come back, um, like I mentioned before. So, yeah, I think, I think it's going to take some time just to, you know, for everybody to get used to the playing style and to gel and to start finding finding a few more consecutive passes and, and looking a bit more dangerous and, you know, when we go forward. Um, but yeah, you know, like I said, we'll, we'll take we'll take what we got from it. But yeah, I think there's gives us lots of things to work on. Let's, let's say that. Well, you mentioned players coming back as well. I believe Bulleen had a couple of players playing in the W League. Uh, when when are they likely to be back? Obviously, they'd have a break yeah. between the end of the W League season and and playing in the in the NPL. Are they going to be back? anytime yeah. soon? Or yeah. how, how does that really sort of work? Yeah. Well, uh, last season we had um, you know a couple of main ones. TJ Vanich and um, Leah Privatelli, who were playing at Melbourne City and Melbourne Victory, uh, respectively, in the W W League this season. So we do hope to get them back later in the year. They tend to take a bit of a break just for kind of loading reasons um, and just for, you know for a bit of headspace as well after the W League finishes. So we will we will expect them back, I guess, at some point this year. But that may not be may not be for a few months yet. We don't have to finalise the roster till closer to mid year. So they'll be back in you know. Probably closer to those kind of times. 
Very nice. And now, of course, Bulleen Heidelberg wasn't the only game this weekend. There were some other results. Uh, Calder defeated Alamein 3 0. Southern uh, lost to South Melbourne in just a casual uh, 11-0 defeat. South Melbourne, of course, finished on top last year. Uh, very strong side, lost to Bellin in the final uh, and opened up, opened up the start of the 2019 campaign with a resounding... 11-0 win over poor old poor old Southern. Yeah, uh, not not really the start Southern would want. Um, you know, especially especially you know they didn't have the best of seasons last year. So, <laughs> well, I think I think I think saying they had the best didn't have the best of seasons last year is putting it a putting it pretty pretty kindly. Uh, they didn't win a game. They only managed one draw and they lost 26 games. And I think they had a, a pretty horrid goal difference of I think it was about minus a hundred and eighty or so. So, so not not based on last year. Hard to call that an entirely unsurprising result. But uh, Bayside also beat NTC five one. Box Hill defeated Geelong three one. And of course, Boleyn beat Heidelberg two one last night. So some interesting results there. Um, but what are your predictions for the upcoming season? Who's looking good? Obviously, uh, South Melbourne and Calder were, were the two hot teams last year. Uh, do you think they'll be there or thereabouts again? Boleyn, obviously, you're expecting to challenge. So what do you think we can expect this year? Yeah, uh, definitely. From a Boleyn perspective, obviously, we're looking to challenge. You know, um, I think we set ourselves pretty high goals and we obviously want to be right up there when, you know, when it counts towards the end of the season. Um, and expect another another good season as well from from South Melbourne and Calder. They usually put out some you know a pretty good outfit there in the in the WNPL and the senior women there. So we yeah, expect the same from them. South Melbourne and Calder being strong again, and you know obviously we hope we hope that Southern Southern's able to turn around. Um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed, able to turn around you know some a string of better results this year for them. But I'd say I'd say you know as a general rule, if you had to if you had to you know really sit me down and ask me what I thought, I think that, you know, we'll look the table will look pretty much similar to what it looked last year. Okay, well who do you reckon is an outside team? Maybe a dark horse, someone else who, who could perhaps push into that top three and really challenge those those top teams. Do you, is there a team on the outside who you reckon's ready to break in or what do you think? Yeah. Uh those the the, the teams that, you know, they're maybe not the favourites, always hard to pick, I guess. I think for me, possibly Bayside. Bayside, mm-hmm. you know, they finished about mid table or so last year, so they'd be looking to, you know, really build on that for this season. You know, they've signed some, some good players, there's some good stuff going on down there. So, yeah, you know, I think they're the ones to keep an eye on this year. They could, they could throw up a few surprises, so it'd be good to see how they go, I think, as we, as we continue on. Nice. Now, you mentioned that Bayside uh, had signed a couple of new players. Uh, who are the players that we sort of need to, to keep an eye on this year? Who are the players who you reckon are really going to take the league by storm? Whether they're new players, new to different clubs, new to the league, or even players from last year, who, who are the names that you reckon we should really watch out for this year? Yeah, well, you know, as we're talking about Bayside, we'll stay with them for a moment. Um, they've signed a player named Margot Robin. She was, uh, she's a former French international futsal player. Uh, so it'll be good to see how she adapts to to the level. Um, you know, it should be it should be an exciting an exciting player to watch this year. Um, outside outside of Bayside, um, down in Geelong, um, there's a player called Kana Oda. Uh, she's a former former under twenty three Japanese international. 
Uh, like you know, likewise, it'd be good to see it's good to see her and how she fits in, and you know how obviously how Geelong do utilising her. You know, she's obviously got um, a bit of pedigree there. Um, you know, and from what I know at Bulleen, you know, we've had we've got you know, like I said before, we've got some new players. One of which is is Rachel Quigley. She's come she's come back to join us uh, for this season. Um, former, well, she's had a few a few stints at various various WE clubs, and she's played overseas in Korea. So you know, it'd be good to see how she goes. She'll be a uh, you know a pretty um, central part of our team this year. Fantastic. Now I'm going to put you on the spot here. Uh, yes or no? Genuine, genuine question. Uh, are bullying going to win it this year? Yep. Yeah. Are Absolutely. You just, are you just saying that because you're bullying because you're a bullying boy, or? Oh, part of that's because I have to. But no. Uh... <laughs> no let's say let's say you don't have yeah. to. You, yeah. Back in bullying, or do you reckon South Melbourne? Or someone else, or colder, or you know, maybe, maybe your Bayside. Yeah, if no, you had to pick one team, who are you picking? If I did have to pick one time, one team, no, I'd be, I'd be happy to back, back Bulleen again. I, you know, I, you know, we set, we set, we set some pretty high standards for ourselves last year. You know, the coach is going to want, want to make sure we meet those, meet those same standards again this season. You know, we've we've recruited well. Um, you know, I think we've got all the ingredients to once again, you know, to prove that we're, you know. You know, a real season contender this year, and should hopefully take out the the trophy at the end of it, which we which we did last year. Fantastic! Now, hopefully, Jack, we can uh, get you in for a couple of chants, you know, throughout the course of the year, and you can give us a few WNPL updates, keep us up to date with what's sort of uh, going in that going on in that league. It was uh, very good to have you on, mate. Our, our first ever guest. I'm glad we could share this first time experience together, and. Uh, Hopefully we'll have you back on. Hopefully we'll hear from you soon. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks for having me. No no worries. So that was our first ever interview. Thanks again to Jack for coming on. Thanks again to you guys for listening to us. Uh, Hopefully we'll be able to check in regularly on the WMPL. We might not be able to do it every week, but hopefully we'll get a few segments in throughout the year where we can take an in-depth focus, a look on the WMPL and everything that's happening over there. Make sure you guys hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at SemiProPotty. Give us a follow, give us a like, get in touch. Follow us on Spotify and iTunes. And most importantly, guys, keep being semi-professional. And thanks for listening to the SemiProPotty. Potty.